Welcome to Laundry Room Talk, the behind-the-scenes life of college basketball through the eyes of a student manager, hosted by your own Corbin King and Peyton Mattingly. Today we are joined by our graduate assistant here at Lipscomb University, Will Acuff, as he talks about his job as a GA in his first year, as well as recapping and breaking down the 2021-22 college basketball season. Will, how are you today? Doing good. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Why don't you tell everyone a little about yourself? So I am the graduate assistant here at Lipscomb. Uh, I actually played baseball for five years at a Division II school, University of Alabama in Huntsville, UAH. And after that, I decided to come up here and be a graduate assistant because, as most people know, my father is the coach here. And so just it's in my blood. Wanted to always want to be a college basketball coach, something I really want to do. Just seen it growing up. And a lot of people ask why baseball to basketball and just – Probably a little better at baseball at the end of the day, and uh, but always just had a real passion and desire to coach the game and grew up around the game, and so it's kind of a no-brainer to come up here and be a graduate assistant. Well, don't sell yourself short. You had a good a good manager manager team season this year in basketball. Can't can't cut that short. So talk about uh, kind of your expectations coming in, like you said, transferring from baseball to basketball. Um, your dad being the head coach here. Uh, obviously, you know, you've grown up being a coach's son. You've seen his system. You know how it works. So what were you expecting when you're coming to Lipscomb? Yeah, you know, just, I mean, he's been a head coach for as long as I can remember. You know, being the coach's son and being around the game but not being on staff and really seeing behind the scenes, that was what I wasn't too sure about. You know, you see when he comes home, you see him after games, and you hear him talk about it, but you never – get the behind the scenes staff meetings and all that goes into it. And so that was kind of uncertainty for me. And I was very intrigued and, you know, you always think you want to be head coach until you really see what goes into it and the preparation, how much time you spend in the office uh, really goes into it. So I didn't really know what to expect from that aspect. And then obviously the big question was how would the players respond to me being coach Aikoff's son? Um, it's obviously a little different, you know, coming in as Coach Aikoff's son, they don't know how to act. And also with me being close to their age, I didn't know how to interact with them. And so but they came in and were just great to me, accepted me, and felt like I formed some really good relationships this year. And that was honestly some of my favorite parts is getting to know all the guys on our team on more than just a basketball level as a person and in their faith and just why they came to Lipscomb and seeing them grow, not as just as basketball players, but as young men. So as a GA, what were some of your day-to-day responsibilities? So most days, come into the office, and first thing is check in with my dad or any of the assistant coaches. And if there is something they need me to do, like cut up film from practice the day before or cut up clips if it's during the season for games. And then obviously the responsibilities change from out-of-season to in-season. Out-of-season was mostly – going back and looking at stuff we didn't practice that we thought went well, clipping up that. And then during the season would be clipping up game film from us and also making scouting reports for the team that we were going to play in the future. And then after that, if there wasn't much to do for them, one of my main roles was working guys out on our team. I would constantly be working guys out probably three or four different times a day. I'd work different guys, whether it be one guy or multiple guys out for about an hour and that that part I really really enjoyed because you get to see them grow as a player and stuff you work on with them every day you see just the longer the year goes they 
it gets better. And then the big thing for me was, you know, in the offseason you work really, really hard. You have guys working out and you see it in games. You see them do stuff that you worked with them on. And guy that had really been struggling shooting, he makes a couple threes. Or a guy that is working on his ball handling skills, like you see him do some of those moves you work on in the game. And that just, for me, was incredibly rewarding. So getting into the coaching world, obviously it took some time to learn um, how to do your day-to-day duties. So you talked about breaking down film. How long did it take for you to kind of get used to using sports code? That definitely took a while. I'd say about a month to two months until I really got comfortable being able to do it without having to go to Coach Carroll or Jason Latch with questions. I mean, you don't realize how much you have to be technological savvy with it when you come in as a coach, but especially being a GA and having to cut up so many game films, practice films, scouting reports, highlights for players, you don't realize how much you really have to use sports code. And Coach Carroll being as good as he is with it, he's almost mastered it. And he helped me a great deal early on. And then especially Jason Latch going to him because he went through the same kind of transition when he got here last year as a volunteer assistant, he really helped me out as well. So what's been some of your favorite memories being a coach's son growing up? So a couple of favorite memories that come to mind. Just I remember when I got old enough to where I kind of knew what was going on with the games. Every year I'd get to go on one road trip with my dad and get to go ride on the team bus, stay in the hotel, do all the stuff with the team. And I always just thought that was the coolest thing ever. And so that was something really, really fun I got to do. And then some of the – Another great memory was he had a run of back-to-back years. They went to the Elite Eight, and which in Division Two that is the equivalent of the Final Four. And going going through that with him, they hosted two regionals and seeing him go through that, getting a fly out and go to those two games, and that was just some of the best memories. Seeing all that he'd worked for and built in Huntsville get to that point, those were two really cool memories. So, Will obviously coming in as a GA this year. Um, played baseball for five years, and you talked about you want to be a college basketball coach. Where, What's your plan as a GA now, where you want to be next year, year after that, and five years down the road, where you want to go? Um, I think for next year is to come back and be more in the same role as a GA here, spend another year, kind of get my feet in the ground more. Just, you know, the first year you're really just trying to get a feel for everything, and hopefully my second year everything comes in a little more slower, understand more, get to really – learn more. I've been talking a lot with a guy that went through it, Spencer Palmer, and just telling me that his first year felt like it was over before he even knew it. And his second year is when he really felt like he learned more stuff because once you've been through one, you kind of know everything's going to go, you know, the lay of the land and everything doesn't feel so fast. And so honestly, other than that, I don't really have much of a plan after uh, next year, just kind of live in the moment. Hopefully just try to get the guys that are here and going to be around during the offseason better and ready to go next year and then just see what whatever God has in store for me after that. So you talk about learning things this year and you want to learn more next year. What are some things um, that you maybe didn't get to do as much this year that you're hoping to get your hands on for next year? Um, just I think one developing myself as a workout guy for our guys, you know, just growing because if I can't grow, they can't grow as well. You don't want every day them to come in and do the same workout every single day you want variety and just learn from other guys that do it for a living and do it really well. And just understanding more, getting better with doing our uh, scouting reports, being better with sports code, just really being able to do more next year without having to rely on some of the other assistants as much. So a big part that you played that you just, I think you failed to mention was 
manager games. A huge part of this year was manager games. You got to play again um, with some great teammates, I hear. And uh, you went 10 and four this year. So talk about what it was like playing in manager games this year, getting able to play basketball again. That was that was a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie that. I had some great memories. Got to play at some really cool places, you know, see all these cool courts and guys get to play in these big arenas. And that's obviously as a kid's what everybody wants to do. And yeah, it might've been with nobody else, but 10 guys playing pickup basically, but it was a lot, a lot of fun. Got to do that. And, you know, that was some of the best times got to play with some great guys, uh, made a lot of fun, even though we only had five at times, got a little tired, but, you know, started the season out, we played college of Charleston (laughs) and, not going to lie, we got down like 20-something to four. And I just remember, I think every guy on that team kind of had the same mindset of, this is no fun. This is one and done. This is <laughs> if, if this is how it's going to go, we might as well not play any more manager games because we had a hard time getting to the gym, couldn't get in. And it was just a lot to play that first game. And we actually somehow, not real shy, actually, I'm sure Peyton ended up having a good game. And we came back and won. And But after that, it was very smooth sailing, and that was some of the most fun things. And it was good to see, too, like I know our AD, Philip Hutchison, he asked about it. I had friends back home that they just see our Twitter stuff asking about it. And and I'm sure my mom and my dad, they actually, as much as they wanted to seem like they weren't, they were very into it. And I know other guys' families were into it. And so it was cool to see that people kind of cared. And it was, it was something fun you had to do. And one thing that not a lot of – everyone thinks you just play the game, but – getting to meet those guys, you make connections and get to form a relationship with them because, you know, everyone's kind of in it together, whether you're a GA or a manager or an ops guy. you Everybody's kind of going through the same grind and just seeing how everybody does. And they also – the coolest one was when we went to Dayton. They got to show us around kind of the whole arena. They gave us a tour, and that place is unbelievable. So stuff like that was really, really fun. So you've been able to coach a great AU program, Pro One. How is that? How do you think that'll help you in the long run, getting into coaching? Um, I definitely think it'll help because, one, you get to deal with high school kids. I think the older you get, the more the times change, how the kids act changes, and just it gave me a sense of, like, also how they think while they're getting recruited because I got to – the first summer I coached with them, I coached rising seniors, so that is prime time, recruiting, trying to find somewhere to go. And so, one, you see how kids – think, okay, this is what I liked, this is what I don't like the way kids recruit me. And then the next summer I got to coach rising juniors, which is kind of when you first start getting your interest. And it was a lot, a lot of fun getting to do that. And you kind of get to see, okay, the way this coach interacts with that kid, he didn't like it. And the way that coach interacted with that kid, that he enjoyed it, or he likes a coach's staff that has experience or likes a younger, more energetic. And just talking to those kids really helped me. And also just – getting the experience to be, even though it was AU of being a head coach, even though it's definitely not as high pressure as when you coach in college or anywhere close to it, but being able to be in those experiences and just get a very small sample size of what it's like when you have to make the call, you have, there's nobody over there. You have to sub, you have to keep guys happy. And even though it's not what my full-time job, I got to do it and just being with pro one, which was such a great organization. They've really built themselves up. Danny Servick, the head of pro one has done a great job with it, building the brand. They do it the right way. And just, it was a great experience for me to do for two years. And it really kind of put me over the edge to, I want to be a coach. I was always kind of, I wanted to, but then being able to be with those guys for the past two summers really put that over the top. 
So what was your favorite moment coaching with Pro One? Well, there was there's a lot. There were some good ones, there were some bad ones, but uh probably I don't know if I can pick one. One of the best ones was my seventeen year old team two summers ago ended up beating the Atlanta Celtics, who are a very premier team in the South, very good AU team and just it was one of those days the ball went our way and we ended up beating them one of the best wins in Pro One's uh organization history. And then I think all of last summer we uh the team I coach, I'd been with those kids for two years and just really formed a bond with them. And we ended up going, I think we ended up going 12 and five or 13 and four, one of the two, and just was the best summer pro ones ever had on the Under Armour circuit. And that was, and those kids made it a lot of fun and just one of those games and having a chance to be a top seed. We ended up being a top seed going into the Indianapolis tournament and just won all those games and kind of helping pro one get to where they are now was a lot of fun. So on the topic of best memories, as we, we look back on the 2021-22 season, unfortunately, um, Lipscomb basketball season did come to an end. Last Thursday on a loss at Liberty, a uh, tough loss. What was some of your best moments and memories from this year, being your first year in Division I college basketball? Man, there were there were a lot, a lot of good times. I mean, I think one of the most irreplaceable moment, like just things that I'll never take for granted is, I got to do it with my dad. You know, I've always seen it from afar. And, you know, I try to watch every game. And then if they were playing at home here in Nashville, I'd make the drive up. But just with it being baseball season, always was hard. But this year, I really got to go through with my dad and got to work with him and be by his side. And that's something I will never, ever take for granted, being able to do that. But other than that, I mean, one of the best memories was, you know, we had a round 20 at halftime at UNA and just really fighting it really big game for us on the road we actually faced some uh tough ships getting there we uh, our bus got stuck so we had to caravan to the gyms you know fighting a little adversity but we're down 20 at half and you know we really challenged our guys at halftime that if we wanted a home game we were going to have to find a way to come back and win and it was a must i mean if we don't come back and win that game we don't get a home game we would play North Florida at home and who knows if we win that first round. And so we end up coming back and beating UNA. Just great effort by a really good team effort. KJ made some big plays on the stretch. Trey Benham was unbelievable. Asan was really good. Will Pr- just got stepped up and made plays. And it was kind of felt like we really came together as a team right there because most teams would have folded down. We're down 16 with 10 minutes to go. Most teams punt that game and just say, let's get out of here. But we, the kids we have on this team and the high character guys just decided they weren't going to quit. Now, Corbin, to you, talk about your favorite favorite memories from this past season, your second year in Division I basketball. I think definitely it was the Dayton win. It was supposed to be a bye game, but if you watch that game from start to finish, it did not look like a bye game. Mm-hmm. There was just a different feeling. Like, whenever we were going to play, like, Florida State, LSU, like, there's those Power 5 schools where it's just, like, it's tough. Like, you know it's going to be a tough game, but there's a different feeling going to that game. We knew we had a great chance to pull that one out. What about you, Peyton? Yeah, the Dayton trip is definitely a cool memory. Um, getting to go to some of those Power 5 schools like Florida State, LSU, and Miami um, were all very cool. You know, we ended up on the roof at Florida State's football stadium. Um, but I think just traveling on the road and being with um, all the guys, and I mean, some there were some trips where we had all four or five of our managers in one hotel room. Um, so it was, you know, it was squeezing in there, but it, it made memories all year. And uh, just being around everyone throughout the year um, was special. But we definitely had some struggles 
throughout uh, throughout the season. There was a little slip up with COVID, like every team had for that two week stretch. Uh, for those listeners that remember us leaving the iPad last year, um, update on the iPad. On our way back from Liberty, the first trip, we put it in our um, our bag with all the jerseys. We open it up when we get back, and that bag and that iPad is completely shattered to pieces. It somehow still works. We're able to use it for the last month. Um, but that was, that was a scary moment, but having Will Acuff here this year, um, was, it was, it was a treat to get to know him and he definitely assisted us a lot. Uh, GA is kind of like the next step after you're, you're a manager, you want to get to coaching GA is like the step, the little stepping stone to get into, get into the coaching world. And so it's a little bit higher than manager, but you, you wouldn't be able to tell that with Will's personality and attitude. Uh, he wanted to help us out as much as he could. Real genuine guy. Uh, it's been fun getting to play with him. Uh, if you ever do get to play with him, he's he's going to shoot some threes. <laughs> he's he's going to put some shots up. Uh, but he, he'll make them. He'll make them. He, he's definitely a joy. Uh, Will, it was great to have you on the podcast. Thank you for doing this. And, and thank you for um, being so easy to work with this year. We appreciate you. No, it was, I really appreciate you guys having me on here and for people that don't know, these two won't ever say it, but they're two of the best. They every day they show up, they don't complain. They rebound for guys when they need rebounded for. They set practice up. They do laundry on the road. They make sure everything's taken care of. I mean, they didn't even have to. We play in the Sun tournament. You know, you could have just figured it out the day before, but they go into Liberty. They hang up the guys' jerseys, make it late, and the guys were real excited about that. Like and the guys had no idea they even did it, and they never told any of the guys. But they used to do selfless stuff like that all the time. Make they make one our guys' job easier, and two my job and our assistants' job a lot easier. And so they're they're two of the best. And y'all, are, I appreciate y'all, and thank you for having me. Thank you very much, Will. For those of you that are continuing to listen to Laundry Room Talk, we thank you. Uh, for the next few weeks, next week we will have a bracket uh, selection show special, um, where we'll get our other managers here at Lipscomb, and we'll, we'll break down the bracket in our podcast episode. We want to continue to build with other GAs. Um, as seasons end, get other head coaches on there in Division One world, um, and really expand our networking and uh, and where laundry room talk where we want that to go. Uh, to continue to build um, with other managers, um, and that'll continue all the way through the off season into next season. If you haven't listened to the episodes, we highly recommend you do so. And uh, thank you for listening. <laughs>